Hello and welcome to the Victory Alabang Podcast. You're listening to a message from our preaching series entitled Want More. Together we'll discover what the Word of God says about money and how the right understanding can help us live a life of greater faith, contentment, and generosity. We hope this message encourages and inspires you today. How many of you believe God is good always? Our new series is about money and finances. It is quite ironic though na marami pong tao, Christians included, okay, na malaking chunk po ng prayer nila is about money and finances. Tama? Pag nagbabasa po ako ng prayer request, hindi nawawala ang money and finances. Pang tuition, pambayad ng electricity, pambayad ng hospital, money. Pambili ng kutsiba, pambili ng bahay, lahat. Money. A big chunk of our prayers about money. And yet, naa-allergic po sila kapag ang church ay nagpipreach about money. Yeah? But you see, the Bible has more verses on money compared to hell. Ulitin ko po yan. The Bible has more verses that talks about money than hell. You know why? Because money has the power to bring people to hell. That's why God wants to talk about money. So that money will not bring you to hell. Amen? The Bible said in Matthew 16, 26, For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what shall a man give in return for his soul? For three weeks, we will discuss about money and our attitude towards money and material blessing. And I will make no apology talking about it because it is part of the Bible. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 3 to 12. Medyo may ng konti, pero okay lang po yan. If anyone teaches a different doctrine and does not agree with the sound words of our Lord Jesus Christ and the teaching that accords with godliness, say godliness, he is puffed up with conceit and understands nothing. He has an unhealthy craving for controversy and for quarrels about words which produce envy, dissension, slander, evil suspicions, and constant friction among people who are depraved in mind and deprived of the truth, imagining that godliness is a means of gain. But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into the world, and we cannot take anything out of the world. But if we have food and clothing, with this we will be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, into a snare, into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evils. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs. But as for you, man of God, flee these things. Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, steadfastness, gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. 
take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and about which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. According to the ESV Study Bible, the theme of 1 Timothy is that the gospel leads to practical, visible change in the lives of those who believe it. Sinasabi po ni Pablo kay Timoteo sa kanyang sulat sa unang Timoteo na ang mabuting balita daw po, yung gospel, the word of God, is not just a word of God being preached, but the word of God that is preached will lead to practical, visible change in the lives of those who believe. Yan po yung pinag-uusapan ni Paul sa ni Timothy. It continues to say, sabi po ng ESV Bible, the gospel produces holiness in the lives of believers. And there's no legitimate separation between belief and behavior. Hindi pwedeng magkahiwalay kung ano yung pinaniniwalaan mo sa kayong behavior mo. Ibig sabihin ko, ano yung pinaniniwalaan mo, yun ang magiging behavior mo. Hindi pwedeng magkaiba. Yung paniniwala, hindi nakikita. Yung behavior, nakikita. So, kung ano yung nakikita, most probably, yun talaga ang pinaniniwalaan mo. Are you here? Thus, those who profess faith but do not demonstrate any progress in godliness should question their spiritual state. Yan po ang sabi ng ESV Study Bible. Throughout the letter, si Paul po grounds Christian behavior in the gospel. Sinasabi niya, connected palagi yung ating behavior doon sa gospel, doon sa pinaniniwalaan natin. True Christianity is evidenced by lifestyles shaped by the gospel. Our lifestyle as a Christian should be based, should be shaped by the gospel. According to Paul, yung mga tao daw po na namumuhay na hindi hinuhubog ng salita ng Diyos, ng mabuting balita, ay pinatutunayan lamang nila that they have turned away from the faith. Hindi talaga sila mana ng palataya o tinalikuran na nila ang kanilang pananampalataya. Bakit? Kasi hindi nababago ang kanilang buhay ng mabuting balita. It seems like Timothy, dito po sa sulat ni Paul, it seems like he was facing the problem of false teachers. Okay? May mga tumatabi po sa kanyang mga kongregasyon at nagtuturo ng maling katuruan, maling doktrina. And these false, false teachers, sabi po ng Bible natin, they think that godliness is a means of gain. Okay? Godliness is a means of gain. Sinasabi dito ng Bible, yung godliness daw, ginagamit nila as a means of gain. Pero the question is, ano ba yung godliness? Okay? Ito po yung ibig sabihin ng godliness. Godliness is behavior reflecting correct religious beliefs and attitudes. To live as God would have us live, to live as God has told us to live. Ang tunay daw pong pagiging maka-Diyos ay yung mamuhay ka ayon sa kung paanong sinasabi ng Diyos na mamuhay ka. But these false teachers have their own version of godliness. Mayroon po silang sariling version. Ano yon? Sabi po sa verse 3 ng chapter 4, sila po ay nila na mag-asawa yung tao. And they require abstinence from food. Huwag mo kakainin to, huwag mo kakainin yan, huwag ka mag-aasawa. That's their form of godliness. Verse 7 ng chapter 4. Okay, have nothing to do with irreverent, silly myth. Sabi po ng chapter 4 verse 7. Verse 
4 and 5 ng chapter 6, he is puffed up with conceit and understands nothing. He has an unhealthy craving for controversy and for quarrels about words which produce envy, dissension, slander, evil suspicion, etc., etc. Ito po yung kanilang form of godliness. And these people, these false teachers sa panahon po ni Timothy, they're imagining that their own version of godliness is a good means of gain. Kikita sila financially. Bakit magkaaroon sila ng maraming follower? Okay? Salit na magtight sila sa church sa kanila na lang. Okay? However, however, sabi po ng verse 6, tingnan po natin verses. So sabi niya, but godliness, true godliness, actually is a means of great gain when accompanied by contentment. Pag may kakontentuhan ka, yung pagiging makajos maniwala ka sa akin, it's a, to be a great gain. Hindi lang sa ngayon, kundi the, th the life to come. Are you with me? But these people had no contentment. Okay? These people had no contentment referring to the false teachers. Sabi po ni Paul sa verse 9, But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, to great snare, into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. Now, Nakita niyo po yung mga meaning niyan. Tanong ko po muna, una. Tingin po kay sa akin. May masama po ba mag-desire na yumaman? Pero sinasabi ni Paul, but those who desire. Okay? Those who desire. Sabi niya, they they fall into temptation. Hindi might fall, hindi may fall, very definitive, those who desire to be rich fall into temptation. Definite. Tiyak yun. Okay? So ito pong ibig sabihin yan. Yung desire po dyan is an insatiable desire. Yung no satisfaction. Okay? Pa yung walang katapusan. Yan po. Yan po ay present Greek, present tense ng Greek. Na sa atin po ang katambas yan progressive. You keep on desiring. No? You keep on desiring for more. Enough is never enough. In short, no contentment. Yun po yung sinasabi ni Paul, but those who desire those who keeps on desiring for more, who have an insatiable desire, no satisfaction, to those who's enough, are, it's never enough, to those who don't have contentment, sabi niya, they fall into temptation, into a snare, into many senseless and harmful desires that launch people to ruin and destruction. Ang tawag po dyan ng Bible, ang tawag dyan ni Paul, dun sa next verse, sabi po verse 10, for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. It is true the cra this craving that some have wandered away from the faith pierced themselves with many paths. Pagkatinignan nyo po ang baby version, no, 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 siguro medyo, medyo mature version yung love of money. Yung baby version yan, alam nyo kung ano tawag? Alam nyo po kung ano yung baby, baby version ng love of money? Selfishness. Okay? Yung medyo mas, mas matindi dyan ng konti, pero yun din yun, tumanda lang ng konti, ang tawag doon, greed. Say greed. 
Okay. Now, all of us, okay, tingnan mo yung nasa kaliwa, nasa kanan mo. Kasama yan. Okay? All of us, meron po tayo niyang selfishness and greed. Lahat tayo. Iba't ibang level nga lang. Here's the question. Saan ba nang gagaling yan? Saan ba yan humuhugot? Anong pinaghuhugutan natin? Bakit tayo nakakaramdam ng discontent? Why are we prone to sinning this way? Now, we have to understand that all of us are born sinners. Do you agree? Kasalanan po ito ni Ebat ni Adan. Nung pinanganak tayo, namana natin yung kanilang sinful nature. Kaya nga po, prone tayo magkasala. Kaya tayo nagkakasala kasi makasalanan tayo. Tama? Okay. That's why wala pong exempted sa kasalanan ng greed, love of money, ito pong tinatawag na insatiable desire, itong discontent. Babae man, lalaki, mayaman, mahirap, bata, matanda, may ngipin o wala. Everyone is susceptible. But nobody, tingin sa akin, nobody wakes up one day tapos nagising siya, ay, meron akong love of money. Meron po bang ganon? Yung one day nagising ka, ay, uy, meron na pala akong love of money. Wala po. It is a slow process. Hindi pagkagising mo full-blown kagad. Di ba? Yung greedy ka kagad. One day hindi ka greedy, pagising mo, ay, greedy na ako. Walang ganon. Okay? A slow process po yan that takes the years of our life. So, paano po ito nagsimula? Okay. Uh, ito po yung ilang mga alam kong source ng discontent sa love of money. Number one, baka mamaya meron kayo nito. No? Pero malamang wala kayo nito. Yung nasa kanan mo meron. Insecurity. Okay? Insecurity. You don't feel secure. Sinasabi mo, kailangan ko ito eh. Okay? Hindi ko kayang mabuhay nang wala nito. The feeling of insecurity. Yung isa naman, entitlement. No, I deserve this. No? I work hard for it. No? Sabi niya, I work my butt out for it. Talaga <laughs> napakahirap ako. Ako yung pinakamagaling, ako yung pinakamasip, ako yung... I deserve it. Yung iba naman, yung fear of luck. Okay? Kasi baka kapusin ako. Okay? I may not have enough for my needs. Maaring lumaki siya na mahirap at nung nagkaumunlad na, ayaw niya nang maranasan na maghirap ulit. Kaya gagawin niya paraan talagang lahat para lang huwag maghirap kasi natatakot siya na baka magkulang siya. Yung iba naman po, envy, ingit. Hmm? Bakit siya mayroong ganun ako? Hindi. Yeah. Ingit sa kapatid. Sasabihin, bakit sa kanya na? Ferrari, sa akin, Mercedes lang. Kahit man lang sana Lamborghini. Yeah. <laughs> This longing for deep satisfaction manifesting itself as a as desire for money and material things, kapag ito po nag-hit sa atin, wala po itong kinikilalang pamilya. 
Wala itong kinikilalang kaibigan. Walang kinikilalang loved ones. This desire will sacrifice anything and everything just to fulfill its cravings. So the question is, how do I know that I have love of money? Paano ko malalaman, pastor? Paano ko madedetect? You see, it could be as simple and as innocent as transacting financial matters in gray areas. Halimbawa po, mayroon po ako nabasang libro, yung Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Sino nakabasa niyan? Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Tapos po kamay. It's a good, it's a good ano, uh, uh, book. Paano nyo, paano kayo yayaman? Pero na-alarm po ako nung sinabi niya na ang mga mayayaman daw po, kaya sila yung mayaman talaga, is because they love to work in the gray areas of business. Yung hindi naman siya masama, pero, hmm, hmm, gray na eh. Gray. Hindi siya black, hindi siya white. Nasa gray. Naintindihan natin? So, ibig sabihin nun, alanganin. No? Pag medyo kumiling ka ng konti, ops, bad na yan. Kumiling ka ng konti dito, pwede na. And sometimes, because of the temptation of money, natitempt tayong, hmm, okay lang naman to, wala namang masama eh. Saka hindi naman ako yung naglagay eh. Yung accountant ko. <laughs> diba? <laughs> and then, nag-progression, little compromises here and there. Ayan na. Kukompromise na. Then this desire will make us compromise kahit na integrity natin, yung prinsipyo natin, yung values natin, yung relationships natin, yung friendships natin. Kahit nga po yung faith natin kay God, ikinokompromise na natin eventually. And then you start using people. Instead of uh, using money, you use people. No? User-friendly, ika nga. No? Ginagamit mo na lang ang tao. Tapos hindi mo na nga lang ginagamit yung tao, tinatapakan mo pa yung tao. Dapat susweldo na ayaw mo pang pasweldohin. Yung SSS dapat dinipositin mo, sabi mo, saka na lang. Hello? And then you deceive people. Sabi mo bago, hindi naman bago. Sabi mo original, hindi naman original. Japakes pala. And then you start hurting people. Then you sacrifice people. To the point that you even sacrifice your family. Sinasabi mo, ginagawa ko naman to para sa pamilya ko. Pag-iso mo sa isang araw, wala na yung pamilya mo. And you may not believe this, mga kapatid, pero alam nyo ba, meron pa pong mga magulang na ina-arrange yung marriage ng kanilang anak for financial purposes. Dito po yun sa Pilipinas. The biggest bus company in the Philippines, owned by a very rich family, sa Bacolod po yan, They are now in a bitter fight against each other in an effort to control the company. Pamilya po yan. Okay? Pagkamatay na pagkamatay ng tatay, away na sila kasama ang mag- nanay, pati mga kapatid. Isang businessman po, binaril ng sarili niyang anak sa BF. Dahil lang sa mana. This desire 
will even make us sell our soul to the devil if we are not careful. But this kind of desire has no satisfaction, mga kapatid. Leaving us longing for more, leaving us unsatisfied. Sabi nyo nga po, unsatisfied. So the big question maybe is, how do I deal with this? Well, sige, ito na. Ganito pala to. So paano ko to i-deal? Well, si Pablo po ay merong apat na command. Four commands. Four words. Okay? Number one, sabi niya, flee. Okay. But as for you, O man of God, flee these things. Okay? Takbuhan mo. Learn to say no. Okay? Too simple, two-letter word, napaka-simple yet very powerful. When discontent, love of money, insatiable desire, eh, lumabas na po yung kanyang ulo. No? Tempting to get, wanting to get more. Okay? Just a little more. Kunti po. Okay. Ano sabi ni Paul? Flee. Kung paano tumakbo si, si Joseph papalayo sa asawa ni Potiphar, takbuhan mo rin yun. Anong tawag natin doon sa Japanese? Sayonachi. Ano yun? Sayonachi, nelas ko. Takbuan mo na. Learn to say no. Say no to your boss. Boss, I will not lie for you. Hello? Boss, hindi ako mandadaya para sa'yo. Pinanggagalingan talaga. Kapag natuklasan mo na yung company mo pala involved sa illegal activities, katulad ng pagbebenta ng fake medicine, fake food, etc., etc., pinakita sa iyo ni Lord John, may sinasabi na si Lord. Isa na tatawa, Lord, ano pong kalooban mo? Itong company pala namin illegal. Ano pong gusto mo? Say no. Lord, kasi ano ako, for promotion ako, ako po yung magiging project manager sa ka Cheap seller ng duga ba? <laughs> Fake nga eh. Learn to say no. Flee. Just flee. That's the first move. Hindi fight. Okay? Later pa yung fight. Minsan kasi ginagawa natin, we fight. Hindi, sabi ni Paul, pagka may temptation to for love of money to gain more, sabi niya, you flee. Don't find it. No, you flee. That's the first move. Second command. Pursue. Sabi niya, pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, and steadfastness. Ito pa yung picture ng repentance. Okay, ano pa yung repentance? Change of direction, change of uh, perspective. If you turn away from sin, okay, ito yung sin, you turn away from sin. If you don't turn to something, babalik ka dun. Kaya sabi niya, flee and then pursue. You turn away from sin, you turn to God. 
Are you with me? Kaya sabi niya, pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, steadfastness, gentleness. Hindi po pwedeng you just flee. Wala kang pupuntahan. Look for job, businesses, and activities that will help you flourish as a Christian. So you can pursue righteousness, godliness. And the third one is fight. Sabi niya, fight the good fight of the faith. This is where the fighting comes in. Diba? Nag-flee ka. Umalis ka na. You're now pursuing God. Pero makulit ang temptation. Makulit ang mga pal- nasa paligid mo. Ikaw din, pinupursu ka nila. Tumatakbo ka na nga, pinupursu ka nila. And then, you are boxed into the corner. It's time to fight. Right? It's time to fight. Ayaw mo mambribe, ayaw mo ng ganito, and yet, kinu-corner ka. It's time to fight. When you're pushed to the corner, you have nowhere to go. Kapag yung saying no won't work anymore, if doing good won't work anymore, this is time to fight. Not the people, but the spiritual enemies. Gamitin natin yung lahat ng arsenal natin, yung, yung weapon natin, yung armor of God, yung prayer, yung fasting, intercession, standing on our faith. Okay? Do not compromise, but allow God to fight for you. Amen? Don't give in, don't give up. Fight. These three words, flee, pursue, fight. Katulad din po ito ng nature ng words na desire. Diba? Yung desire, continuous, paulit-ulit. Yung sinasabi po ni Paul na flee, pursue, fight, ang sinasabi niya, it's not a one-time event in our lives. Sabi niya, you flee and keep on fleeing, you pursue and keep on pursuing, you fight and keep on fighting. Sabi niya. That's what we need to do. Mahirap po yan. Sa totoo lang. Magiging sinungaling ako sa inyo pag sinabi kong chicken lang yan. It's difficult. Pero hindi po dyan natapos yung command ni Paul. Di ba sabi ko sa inyo, apat yung command niya. Ano yung una? Flee. Ano yung pang-apat? Sabi niya, take hold. Okay? Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and about which you made a good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Now, kung kanina, yung tatlo is repetitious. Sabi niya, flee and keep on fleeing, pursue and keep on pursuing, fight and keep on fighting, but this one is different. Okay? This one is different, mga kapatid. At ito yung sikreto. Here's what, ang ibig sabihin po niyan, okay, once you, nagkaroon ka ng chance to do it, you do it immediately, once and for all. Okay? Hindi pa ulit-ulit. Kaya nung sinabi niyo, you take hold, hindi sabi niya, every time you have a chance, you take hold, you take hold, you take hold. No, 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 no. You take hold of it, and you hang on it, as if your life depends on it. Okay? Yan po ibig sabihin niyan. At ang, ang ibig sabihin din po niyan, hindi lang yung dahil sa sarili mong lakas. 
Yung tatlo po, medyo English po ito, medyo technical, no? pero sabihin ko na rin po sa inyo. Yung tatlo po nasa active voice. Sabihin, gawin mo to, gawin mo to, gawin mo to. Ito po, kakaiba. Wala sa English nito eh. Sa Greek meron yung middle voice. Ano yung middle voice? Active ka, but at the same time, si God active din. Naintindihan? Yung passive voice, yung wala kang ginagawa, ibang gumagawa para sa'yo. Yung middle voice, pareho kayo. Merong collaboration. Are you with me? Kaya sabi ng ganun, you take hold of the eternal life. Here's what Paul is saying. Take hold of the eternal life that God freely gave you and never let go because God is not letting you go. Sabi po ng J.B. Phillips translation, keep your grip on that eternal life. Pag nahawakan mo, wag mong bibitawan kasi si Lord hindi ka binibitawan. Amen? So what is Paul saying to us? Ito po yung pinakasusi sa lahat. Sinasabi niya, understand and appreciate what you have in Christ and never let go because only Christ can truly satisfy the deepest longing of our hearts. That's what Paul is saying. Sabi niya mo, nakilala mo ng Panginoon, nagkaroon ka ng buhay na walang hanggan, wag mong bibitawan. Hang on it. Kasi si Lord lang ang tunay na bibigay ng deepest satisfaction natin. And it is only when we receive that eternal life, the salvation that is so dear, that when we understand how Jesus redeemed us from the cross, that our greatest need of forgiveness was provided by Jesus, and that our greatest enemy, sin and death, has been defeated by Him on the cross, on, in, on the empty tomb, and an empty cross. Sabi niya, yun yung tunay na makapagsasatisfy ng deepest longing ng tao. At kahit marami kang pera, Okay lang. Pag sinabi, Lord, ipamigay eh, mo yung pera mo, okay. Nagkaroon ka ng pera, nawalan ka ng pera, the same. Oo, syempre, masasaktan ka ng konti, medyo manginayan ka ng konti, pero hindi nawawala yung kaligayahan mo. And you see, this eternal life had brought brought us so much. Si Paul po, inelaborate po niya ito sa book of Ephesians. Okay? By the way, si Timothy po, nagpa-pastor siya sa Ephesus. Mayaman po itong Ephesus nito. Kaya siguro problema nila pera. Pag-handle ng pera. So sumulat si Paul sa Ephesian Church. Okay? So kung saan nagpa-pastor si Timothy. Pakinggan po natin, basahin natin kung ano yung sinabi niya. Verse 3 to 14. Medyo may kahabaan ng konti, pero napakaganda po. At titingnan nyo yung mga itim na letter na yan. Praise be to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us. Say, blessed us. In the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For He chose us in Him. Kapatid, pinili ka ni Lord. 
Di ba, misa ang sarap pagka ikaw ay napili. Di ba, pagka may, may grupo, grupo sa, sa school, tapos pinili ka ng teacher, ikaw magiging leader. Oh, ang sarap mapili. Tama po. Mapili ka as this. Sabi niya, God chose us in Him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in His sight. In love, He predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with His pleasure and will to the praise of His glorious grace which has freely given us in the one He loves. In Him, we have redemption through His blood the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace that He say lavished that He lavished on us ano sa Tagalog yan? lavish, lavish with all wisdom and understanding He made known to us the mystery of His will according to His good pleasure which He purposed in Christ to be put into effect when the time reached their fulfillment, to bring unity to all things in heaven and on earth under Christ. In Him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of Him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of His will, in order that we, who were the first to, be, to put our hope in Christ, might be for the praise of His glory. Verse 13, And you also were included in Christ. Alam niyo kapatid, minsan outcast tayo, minsan OP tayo, no? out of place tayo, minsan mga, mga sa pamilya natin, ayaw tayong tanggapin, pero alam niyo, kay Jesus, we are included. Dito po sa church na to, welcome kayo, included kayo. Pero kung minsan nararamdaman niyo, parang walang pumapansin sa akin, sorry po. Pero, ang ang consolation natin kay Christ, you're always included. When you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, when you believed, you were marked in Him with a zeal. Pero mo, minarkahan ka na ni Lord. Minarkahan ka niya, this boy is mine. Tugug. This girl is mine. Tugug. Special ka. May pula ka dito eh. You're marking him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit. Sabi nyo nga po, deposit. Okay. Deposit guaranteeing our inheritance. Ano po ibig sabihin nito? Tingin po kayo sa akin. Di ba, pagbibili tayo ng bahay, di ba, meron tayong tinatawag na earnest money. Merong deposit. Hindi po yan yung binubuksan na may gripo, ha? Makuha nyo yan mamaya. <laughs> Earnest money. Ibig sabihin nun, sinasabi mo doon sa may-ari, interesado ako, tiniti ako sa inyo, guaranteed, bibilin ko yan. Ang sinasabi po niya dito, we were marked with the promised Holy Spirit, binigay niya yung Holy Spirit sa atin, meaning to say, may pangako ako, initial payment lang ito. Patikim pa lang ito, yung darating na piyesta, pagbalik ko. This is just a foretaste. Come on, palakpakan natin si Lord.
Alam niyo po, inadmonish ni Paul si Timothy. Anong sabi niya kay Timothy sa verse 7 ng 1 Timothy 6? For we brought nothing into the world and we cannot take anything out of the world. Wala tayong may uuwi, kapatid. Yang Louis Vuitton mo na yan, mabubulok din yan. Pag namatay ka, iba na magsusuot yan. Malamang kahit hindi ka siya, ipipilit niya. Magamit lang. Wala tayong may uuwi, kapatid. Maniwala po kayo sa akin. Ano po dapat maging response natin sa katotohanan ito? Paano tayo makukontento sa isang mundong punong-puno ng kawalan ng kakontentuhan? Just look inward. Look inward. Tingnan mo kung ano ginawa ni Lord sa buhay mo. Look inside! Then be grateful. Look outside. Tingnan mo yung, yung pamilya mo. Imaginein mo yan. Binigyan ka ni Lord ng pamilya. Ako nga po, tinignan ko, sabi ko, Lord, ano bang, ano bang nagawa ko to deserve my family? Wala eh. Kung ganun magandang asawa, di ba? Saan gaganda pa ng mga bunga? Lord, ano yung... Look outward. Yung iba hindi nakapag-aral, ikaw nakapag-aral. Yung iba walang tirahan, ikaw may tinitiran. Tingnan mo lang. May trabaho ka. Be grateful. At tanda mo, hindi nagkukulang ang Diyos. Count your blessing. And then finally, you look forward. Eternity is waiting for us. Doon, ang ginto kinakalat. Dito, kinakarat. Napakaganda doon. Just look forward. Lahat ng bagay dito kukupas. Doon mananatili magpakailan-kailanman. Last verse. Yung una pong binanggit kong verse sa inyo kanina. For what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? What a man shall give in return for his soul? Nothing can truly satisfy us. Only Christ can truly satisfy the deepest longing of our hearts. Amen? Tayo po tayo. Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Feel free to share this message with your friends too. For more information about our church, visit our website at www.victoryalabang.church.